It's a coffee so, cup that says it's the molecule of coffee. Molecule of caffeine, actually. I'm a nerd. That's clever. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so. Something to scream about. Uh, do you want to start now? Should we start? And cut. Should we, should we start? Yes. Okay. So. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Intros get any better. They get worse every time. They do get worse every time, but welcome. We're excited to be back on the pod couch. And um, it's our episode seven. We're starting to collect quite a uh, few episodes, quite a few months. Today, I'm prepared. Um, I have a few things that I've uh, been working on throughout the last however long it's been since we did a podcast. A month. A month, roughly, yeah. And I've got a few things to go through. So, first of all, we've got some housekeeping. Um, first thing is reviews. Uh, five stars only, as per <laughs> usual. Morgan, are I'm you all right? Dying, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be doing that the whole podcast. No, I will not be. Coronavirus. Yeah, I'm dying. Morgan has coronavirus. No, I do not. Um, I just have a cold. All these tender bitties he's getting with. Definitely. I think he's got the clap. That's the only way. That's the only way you'd ever get an applause. Oh, get it? Clap. Yes. Uh, very, very funny. This podcast Ow. is going downhill rapidly. <laughs> My soul. Um. Housekeeping, yeah. So five star reviews. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, we would really, really appreciate if you screenshot what you're listening to it on, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, um, and share it. Yeah, yeah. Share Please. it around. Show it on Instagram. Uh, I don't know something else. Just tag us. We'll we'll respond or share it or something. That would be cool. Um, it, it motivates us, right, to see that people are listening. Uh, yeah, and then also. Uh, we put up a YouTube video um, recently, in recent days, of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of us in the studio recording uh, a little bit of something special coming up on the horizon. Yeah, Ooh. single uh, EKO. Just uh, well, we're announcing the name on the podcast. We're doing everything early on the yeah, podcast, fuck it. aren't we? That's what that's what well, gives people incentive yeah. to listen. It's all it's all like the name of the song is going to ruin the push. True. It's called EKO. What does that stand for? Fuck. What's that stand for again? Early knockoff, ladies and gentlemen. And what's that mean? So pretty much we're going to drop this off, like drop this off. So it's like we're dropping off the song at like a venue, like, yeah, go, go, fun little song. Here you go. Um, (laughs) We're going to drop it uh, probably around New Year's because it is, it's about that time where you work all week and then don't get rich up. Yeah, <laughs> and the knock off on a Friday, and you just knock. If you sometimes, if you've, I don't know, if some some jobs do this. You you can knock off early on a Friday if you put an extra hours during the week, and it's like that early knock off. You feel good. It's Friday, swing past the bottle on the way home, grab some beers. Like got those positive vibes. You got the whole weekend ahead of you, and it's just capturing that moment of like um, that feel good vibe. Yeah. Chuck your middle finger up at the venue as you drive away. I love that. Cool. Um, yeah. Biased, obviously. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's coming soon. Uh, we'll have a pre-save link for that. So if you see it out and about, click on the link. Get excited. Get excited and put it in your playlists from the start because that really helps us, helps the old algorithm um, and, yeah, puts us in good stead to make sure the song is successful and we can make more music for y'all. So bang, bang. that's that. The YouTube video itself is, yeah, it's just a little bit of a fly on the wall kind of sitting in the yeah. studio behind us going through some vocals. And I think we just wanted to show a little bit of the process of doing that, how it kind of 
casual it is in a way, but also how picky we are with what I am, with how things go and, you know... <laughs> Yeah, it's cool, man. It's yeah, it gives you. It's exactly what it is. It's a fly it's on the wall. So it's it's yeah, fly on the wall, having a look. Morgan's moving around with the I'm camera. The fly. <laughs> I am the fly. I am the fly. <laughs> I am. The fly. And it's cool to see. It's uh yeah. So definitely cool. Cool. might do more of those in the future. And we'll set I up agree. set it up on a tripod, and then we'll just move it, move yeah. that camera angle every now and then. That would be wicked. Um, yep. beautiful. So. That's, I guess, kind of a little bit of an introduction. We've been just working on that sort of stuff the last month. Um, I've got a little segment for you both. Yeah, we don't know about this. this yeah. Is, yeah, this is this is fresh to your ears and, and the, the listeners. Um, are you turning around like I'm it's the like host? A game show. Yeah, 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 I guess like we are go. turning this into a I game show. I don't want to read the iPad because yeah. then I'll see all the answers. Yeah, it was not an answer. It's a question. Whatever. So I have set up a segment called Would You Rather, which is based on the very popular segment, Would You Rather? <laughs> um, and Fuck it yes, I've got a few questions, both music related and um, not music related to ask you. And hopefully that's going to generate some discussion and some interesting answers from you both. I like the, I like the concept. Okay. Wow. Which, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, with our guest Elmo has like entered the building. That was incredible. It's so weird seeing that sound come out of you. That's what's what even talking funny. about. Yeah. What are you talking about, mate? my voice, dude. <laughs> um, right. right. Let's do it. First let's question. Go. I'll go first. What do you mean? Oh, it's, oh, it's for both of us. Well, you, yeah, well, we're all going to talk about our answers openly, uh-huh. but one of you can sort of lead each time. Lead the dance. Yeah. So um, this one I uh, sort of teased you with a bit earlier. This is a question. Would you rather... And I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it to us as a band, right? Would you rather have Cam as a terrible vocalist, but writing incredible lyrics and lyrical Isn't that how content? it is now? <laughs> <laughs> it's already, isn't that how it already is? <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay, so yeah, terrible vocalist, but incredible lyrics, or really shit lyrics, and just be just incredible as a vocalist. What would you rather? Yeah. So. There's two sides of this. If you want to make it in the industry and make, you know, a career and do everything, then people generally don't give a crap about the lyrics these days in modern day music, you would say. There's some pretty piss poor lyrics out there. True. Um, Gucci gang, Gucci very, gang, Gucci gang. Yeah. And even even some middle people, like there's some lyrics out there that I'm just like, that's so generic. True, yeah. The demons in my mind or some shit. Like you're just like, all right, buddy. Okay. Yeah, like, sirens and, are calling. <laughs> and and, and um, yeah, and it's like, you know, but ba- but if they're a good vocalist, like singer-wise, good pitch and everything, good screams, and people don't really care because it's more about the, the riffs and the, uh, you know, the singing True. ability, I guess. But if you're asking me personally, um, then yeah, it would have to be shitty vocalists, sadly, <laughs> and and good lyrics because that's more important to me, I think, than... Because what you're actually writing yeah, whether about, this, what you stand yeah, for, yeah. Whether this turns into a career or not is... is I'm going to be doing this regardless. I'll be right. 50 years old, still writing heavy metal music. I don't care because i got my own outside um, goals outside of music yeah. and... I've already got, you know, work and income and everything else outside of music. So this is like a, a passion and a hobby for me. So obviously if it's 
something you're passionate yeah. about, you're going to be, you, I, I want the True. body, as long as the body are working, the artwork that I'm dropping out there is good. Yeah. Like lyrically and yeah. musically. <laughs> I just guess, yeah. But that, that, that yeah, yeah. That, that hurts my soul a little That's bit. That's funny. What about you? Yeah, Morgan, what do you um, reckon? So personally, lyrics, it's a personal thing, but lyrics mean a lot like uh, what makes good music, I feel. Yeah. So like good lyrical content is to me most important over quality yeah. of the um sound. But um so as a band I would prefer to say that the agree with Cam and say have good lyrical content. How bad content are we talking over. vocally? They're like ah! Yeah. Ah! But there is yeah. magic these days in auto tune. There is, there is auto tune as well. So Pitch correct. Half yeah, of you your favorite bands already sound like that. Yes. And hey well, you did the question. You'd be surprised, did say, people. Like, Cam was the vocalist. Yeah, this is putting. Well, if Cam it can was be, writing was... good vocals, while stopping like anyone yeah. else from singing them. Mm. Bang 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 bang. Is that a loophole in the question? I don't know. Or? There might be. I was thinking, like, even in general, like, with every band, would you rather your favorite band have incredible lyrics or really good vocals? Yeah. It depends on my mood. Like as well because sometimes and like the band. sometimes yeah. I'm I'm down to genre. like like I'm just gonna say it I wasn't gonna say it but I'm gonna say it <laughs> this is so me isn't it like All right, I always on. say stuff that I'm like I shouldn't say just this say but I'm, like, I'm gonna say it say it so bring me the horizon love you guys but fuck Shout like out. sometimes Mates. sometimes I listen to their stuff and I'm just like bro like. You know, I would die for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, just yeah I think, it. honestly, if I would love to hear Ollie sing that acoustically Bro. to me in his nice, sweet, soft voice. Oh, I think he could get somewhere close to it, to be honest, but it's certainly not as polished as it is on that pop record. Yeah, but That's not like even just in, into not even completely. just Yeah, not even just editing and shit. They're like, I mean, sometimes, you know... Their lyrics are like, oh, this is cool. I can vibe with it. And then other times the lyrics, I'm like, that's so corny. Like, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it depends on. But then the musically, the track behind it is like really fucking groovy and really cool. So I'm like, I can still bounce with it and, and 100%. it's all good. So, but yeah. Interesting response, gentlemen. Mm. Love that one. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I'll do another music related one. Uh, this one a little bit sort of. Easier. Would you rather snap a string or run out of picks during the set if you're playing live? Well, on our first gig, I literally dropped the pick on the first note. <laughs> our first ever show we ever played, I, the very first note, I went boom into an open and the pick just went floop and flew out of my hand. And, and just, we only had one and pick. And one ear, one pick. as like we were inexperienced and didn't know that we should carry more than one pick. Well, I mean, I, that's me. obvious. Shut up. I, I, carried, I had heaps of sticks available. That's because you drop them all the time because you're a shit drummer. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, you did throw one at me. Yes, I did. That was an accident. <laughs> I was too the sweaty. Head. What the no. fuck was that? It slipped out of my hand. I was sweating all over the kit and uh, it flew out at Morgan. And sorry, yeah. Yeah, so you need, you need like, you got 20 sticks in a ba- barrel yeah. next to your fucking kit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I didn't, I was inexperienced. I didn't understand. So I dropped the pick live on our first show. I think it was about two seconds where I just looked at the floor and I was like, fuck, what do I do? And then I just kept playing with my uh, fingers, with my thumb and shit. I just yeah, kept strumming. you can't like, do that, can't you? Yeah, I, did, I held like I was holding a pick like this. I just hit with, with my fingers and it worked. But definitely... Um, it depends on what string breaks too. If it's like the low, like the bottom, the the highest. Like, if it's Morgan's finished. low, if it's your low string, bro, you're like that's it. That's if game I've over. That's my, your only if string. If I slap my and snap my low string, I think everyone will be more impressed 
with the you have to play everything on the off yeah off. you would actually that thing is huge you could yeah like, true there is They'd no like, snapping shit. that string yeah. snap if that? i if i'm if i'm snapping like you know uh, the the thickest gauge then yeah. yeah i'm i would rather drop the pick yeah but if i'm snapping the highest gauge i don't even touch it i play the first three strings true <laughs> Okay. Unless I'm playing lead. Let's just say it's your like lowest string. Yeah, 100% you're... drop the pick. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'd prefer to drop the pick as well. Yeah. Because, well, you can I mean, finger your bass. I have got yeah. so many finger styles up. which are, the bass is kind yeah. of made to be played. Slap at like, the bass. I could right. slap, I could finger play. And you are the finger. Finger. Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry, I need to bring that back up again. We also asked people on our Instagram... Oh, yeah, let's question. not forget. Because let's involve the fan of Roonies. Yeah, because I was going to forget that. Thanks for not... I didn't write that down. Obviously, well Sorry, prepared. Man, dare you forget them. Yeah, I forgot you our forgot. audience. So I asked our audience, asked the audience, um, and they said... Well, actually, the question was... <laughs> yeah, get the question first. <laughs> <laughs> the question was, would you rather listen to your favorite band, only your favorite band, and all of their music forever and ever and ever, and nothing else? Or would you listen to every other bit of music in the world or band or whatever, and but you can't listen to your favourite band ever. And the majority said? Uh, the majority went with they would rather say sayonara to their favourite band and enjoy everything else, which I am in that camp because mm. I think I voted as yeah, well. I think I'm in that camp as well. <laughs> yes. On the slide. I think I, I voted I, I on our own poll, but yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I do because... Um, yeah, you can't just so, I just I don't I don't have a favoritist enough band. I think maybe when yeah. I was ten, I probably loved a band that much that I was like, I'll do anything for that. But like, I don't no, not since I have such a wide variety of music. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I listen to too many genres nowadays. I mean, like, they were good memories. See you later. And, but we still had we still had contingent on the other side who would stick with their favorite band. So yeah, true shit. Interesting. Diehard fans. Yeah, but yeah, we did ask the audience. So if you uh, see that on Instagram or anything, please interact. If you participate, you can be participating. You. you can be in this um, very popular show that we do once in a while. Um, <laughs> once a month. Yeah, as a matter of fact. Okay, so I actually had a question that was similar to that. I don't know why I've doubled up, but <laughs> let's go with this um, for you two boys. Would you rather listen to metal or hip hop? Oh. Only. Oh. So you've metal, got metal, 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 metal for the rest of your life, metal. or yeah. hip hop for the metal, rest of your life. Metal, okay. like I, and that's hard for me because I fucking yeah. I loved hip hop. My, my hip hop, I grew up on hip hop, like yeah. literally break dancing, b boying, graffiti, skateboarding. Yeah, like hip hop was like all that. I've seen 90s. the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fun. I had the gold chain and shit. I'm like seven years old. I got the there the baggy videos. I got baggy YouTube. clothes. I got the chains on. I'm skating. Like I love that shit. I grew up in that whole culture. Fucking loved it. That's hilarious. Um. And yeah, so but then I, I'd still pick metal because um, hip hop has gotten to the point where it's a little a little bit dead to me. Which a little bit repetitive. And yeah, it's a bit repeat. fucked up to say. Like, it's just not. I don't know. It, it's got. It's one of those things where it became so mainstream that anything that becomes super mainstream tends to like die a little bit in regards to its original craft and its soul. And everything that made it what it was and unique tends to just go away when it becomes yeah. mainstream. And true, now it's just so many people are into it, and so many people can make money off it. You just get a bunch of fake people doing it, and they just talk about nonsense. and And then people 
share it and they love it. Mm. I'm like, I literally saw a video, perfect example. I was on Facebook last night, scrolling through my feed and a video came up of this dude rapping. I swear on my fucking life. I don't know the rapper's name, but I had like a, millions of views on it and he was freestyling to some whack trap beat and he was literally saying like, I got a bunch of bad bitches. Yeah, oh yeah, God. they got big titties. Oh, yeah, yeah, the girls want me under. And he was just saying nonsense and everyone like in the studio was like, oh, Oh, like fucking, like fucking going all, and like had these facial expressions of like, oh, he's going in, and no. I'm sitting there like, am I the only one that thinks this is fucking trash? Yeah. Like, it must have been paid. What the fuck? <laughs> like, it was, like a, it was followers. a big artist, bro. It wasn't some like nobody. It was like a couple of the dude's name, but it was like a proper yeah. rapper that was like, and I was like, he's saying nonsense. And not only that, he wasn't flipping up the syllables, or his flow was just the same as Durban the Mona, Durban the Butter. But I was like constant, the yeah. same syllable placement. There was nothing unique about it. And I just, so yeah. I think if you checked his song credits for anything that he's put out, there'd be quite a few other names. Other names there. You on were pretty ghostwriting. Um, just from um, that, from that kind of description. I've heaps of rappers ask me to ghostwrite for him too. Fuck, it makes me money. So email us at discordabuseband <laughs> at gmail.com and you yeah. can have the next trap. So a bit of a long answer, but yeah. So metal. that's that's what that's why metal and metal just seems to be for me, even though metal can be repetitive as well, there's still so much depth to like metal's subgenres. Yeah. Metal can be broken up to so many different like, like you can listen to metal as a whole and it's like jant, then you got like hard rock, and then you got like metalcore, then you got hardcore, which is like that mm. real heavy shit, whatever. And then it can be broken down so many different ways. So you can sort of recycle it a lot more through your playlist. So yeah. I agree. Bang. Um, I would go for the same thing. It's a tough question. So I'm glad I asked. Well done. Woo-hoo. Do you agree, Morgan? I as you were He's going gonna say hip hop. No, I was thinking about it because my initial answer was metal. And I'm like, okay. No, nah, yours is hip hop because a ghost man. Yeah, that's <laughs> you are not going to stop this I realized that, time, bro. <laughs> I realized that after I said metal. I'm like, mm. yeah. yeah. But his latest shit is like, it's actually got a lot of metal vibes in it. So yeah. maybe if he starts going to metal, I'll <laughs> it comes in some metal playlist. You're like, yes. But no, I, I don't know. That's a really tough one for me. It is a tough one. Um, there's a few very tough ones coming up, uh, mind you. So I've I've saved some absolute doozies. Let's start with this one. This one's a little bit more silly. Play left-handed for a gig or play blindfolded? Blindfolded, blindfolded all day, easily. bro. I could actually probably do that. I, I could think. definitely do that with our songs. Okay. Left-handed, no freaking way. Okay, okay. That's easy. Um, me too. Uh, would you rather be slightly out of tune or slightly out of time? Tune. tune. Oh, I thought that would be harder. See, I'd rather be... Actually, I'm always out of tune. My drums are out yeah. of tune. <laughs> and music can be a little out of yeah. tune, a little sharper, a little flat, and it'll still be okay. relatively in the ballpark. But okay, well, time. I thought these were going to be a lot harder than you've made them out. These are, these are simple. All right, okay. Would you, you rather... <laughs> <laughs> no one answers. <laughs> Would you rather play a gig to ten people with the perfect sound guy, oh. or ten thousand people with, with a, a shit sounding? Oh, oh my god, that's <laughs> hard. That's a hard one. See, because I'm a producer, so that the perfect sound is really like if I had good fallback speakers and there was no every time I went close to the fucking PA system. Yeah. 
And it was like everything was just. So it's like ten people, right? Let me set the scene. There's ten people in the club. Most of them are probably our family. So all friends. of our gigs. Yeah. So literally anything we've ever <laughs> That's played. More than we've ever played. And we've probably. got a fully professional setup, soundy. It's rocking. Or you know, I'd pop- we've got a full festival, ten thousand people, and it sounds like trash. I'd probably still pick the ten thousand people be- just for the experience to be able to have that. Like the, so if you were playing ten thousand, but we weren't playing terrible. If we were playing that though. kind of gig regularly, for example, no, oh, then it wouldn't be nothing special. You'd pick the the smaller gig. Any You'd day. rather have the better yes, sound. But if we're talking about who we are right now, yeah, that experience of having ten thousand people in front of me, I think would outweigh having a, a, a yes. good sound guy. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, you kind of convinced me with your answer. Then I like that one. I'm good at convincing people. To subscribe. <laughs> I looked at the camera when I said that. Some motherfuckers. Um, all right. Would you rather have a lesson with your music idol for 30 minutes or spend the day with them and not do anything music related? Music all day. Because that's the whole point. So you point. do 30 minutes of music? Yeah. 100%. And lesson and detail? Yeah. Because like... As opposed to a whole day of hanging out and not... Yeah, because I don't idolize artists the way that other people would. I don't look at them as a fucking god. I don't go, oh, like if I hang out You're with them a day. You're just impressed with their craft. I'm impressed with, yeah. it. I'm impressed with their craft and I respect them as an artist and a, and, a, and a person. So I would want to learn any insider tricks and knowledge and pick their brain for 30 minutes. I wouldn't shut up. I'd be like, bah, 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 I'd just fucking keep. Yeah. And that would, that would be way more to me than, yeah, we went and hung out and got lunch and talked about fucking whatever. Like it'd have to be like music outweighs yeah. any sort of thing. What about me. you, Morgan? Well, the people I like in music don't play bass. So I'm kind of a bit like, would it be my favorite bass player or my favorite musician? Well, it's music. Artist. It's music. It could be a idol. rapper, it could, it could be, be anyone. Anybody. Not everything has to be related to the band and metal, dude. These questions yeah. are broad. This it is, could just okay. be this like. This is about you as a person. It literally not, could be like. You, the say, bass player. Yeah, say your favorite music idol, like an artist or whoever, come and do a lesson with you for 30 minutes on anything. Could be stage presence, could be fucking mm. whatever doing something that you really want to learn off that person or spending the day with them doing something that's not flea just went, Yeah, come hang out with me for half that's, an hour. That's kind of my, <laughs> that was my like, do I go see Flea? Um, no. Yeah, probably music. Probably just learn from them. That would Here, be my... Here's my thoughts, right, because I'm attacking this question from two different perspectives. My first one was initially the same thing. Um I'd love to have some music. But then I'm thinking, if I get to spend the day with them, we might become friends. And then that I've got access my mind to them as well. my life. That went through my mind as well. But Hopefully they like me, fingers crossed. Yeah. And we become friends, hang out on a regular basis, and I can just be the proverbial fly on his wall. Chilling with Eminem would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Might be a bit weird as well. Hey, yo, Marshall, hit me up. He'd kick you out. <laughs> He definitely you're will not gone. Help. That was five minutes in Eminem's presence and you're gone. I'm out of here. I rap better than him anyway. What? He said Yeah, that. see, that would be you. He'd be like, <laughs> I rap better than you. Get this guy out of my room. That's amazing. Okay, so, sorry, I didn't even, I haven't even included the ones that, okay, here's some ones that aren't music related. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> would you rather have a name that people laugh at or a face that people laugh at? Name. A name, because you can just, have a nickname be like yeah call me fucking so and so call me so and so okay alright alright so and so fair enough would you rather be able to 
travel through time or freeze time? Ooh. Freeze time. Ooh. Fuck. Why? Why are you so confident, Morgan? It took a while, but... It didn't um, take a while. It took about two seconds. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Three seconds. It felt like it took a while. Maybe our first time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, because the situations you can get yourself out of and, like, put yourself in and you can make yourself, your life better just by changing old, like, mistakes. and Bro, you could fucking... If you could turn back time or go forward and go through time, you could go to like the horse races, be like, okay, number eight, one. We all saw what happened. time 10 minutes before, then go $100 on, oh, million, thousand dollars on eight, and go, oh, I won fucking 25,000. We all saw what happened in Bloody Back to the Future too. Fuck that movie. (laughs) Um, Yeah. This is it though. It's kind of... I I think control... Pause time is really fucking... um, What's it called? Like you want to... Like yeah, like in uh, whatever the word is, when you're like intrigued by it, like that. In pause time, just going to a bank. Yeah, but you can get money from the other one as well. Like, I think I think controlling time going forward. Why is or it back about money? Yeah, I was just about to say, why are you guys thinking about robbing things? He's talking like, about money. Out. He's I'm like getting out. Out. I'm talking, <laughs> saying about oh, yeah, betting on horses. Yeah. Just, that was the first example. <laughs> so the real one, going forward and back, I think is cooler because you could go back to like medieval times. And just see how that shit was. You could go forward into the future and see when the aliens rock up. Mm. And <laughs> see Elon Musk pulls his mask off. Like, ha Time travel all the way. Yeah, I think forward, forward and back, being able to just see all the different ways humans have evolved. Mm. See if Jesus was real. Just go all the way back there. Yeah. I reckon I'm still on freeze time. That's, I like this. We've had a divide and I, that's good. That's what we wanted. I haven't had anything. You've been all the same on everything else. Um... All right, so would you rather be in jail for five years? Again. (laughs) The face he gave me was like, you've been in jail? I was like, (laughs) what? I said I'd never go back. (laughs) Would you rather be in jail for five years or in a coma for 15? Jail for five. It's dark, isn't it? I'm sorry. Ten years is too much time. To pass, and if you're in a coma, what kind of you're you're gone. Like that's 15 years, man, of your life. Yeah, we don't live that long. A hundred, if you're really healthy, but you're comfortable in a bed. You're jail not ain't getting, that bad, You're not bro. dropping the soap. Nah. You're not dropping yeah, the soap. Like, what jail? What kind of jail? What's wrong with dropping I'm the soap? I'm fucked bro? in jail if we go to a bad one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Minimum okay. security, yeah. bro. Honestly, half jails have fucking TVs and shit in there anyway. So okay, well this is this is why this question is interesting. Five five years for Cam and Morgan's fifteen in a bed. Is that right? Is that correct? Sounds like he's I don't think now. I've answered yet because he didn't tell me what kind of prison. Uh, the worst kind. Yep, coma all the way. Okay, because I fuck that. I you bet. could die in prison. He's gonna fucking kill me, bro. I'll kill all those. Cunt. It de- for me. It depends on which stage of my life I'm at. And and if it was right, it, uh, it's got to be right now. Yeah, it's got to be right now. Yeah, I think it's got to be right now. So, then you'll be like fifty by the time we get out. Yeah, I'd do the jail. Yeah, I just I'd have to really man the the beep up. Yeah, I really would. Join a gang, bro. <laughs> I'd be hiding behind you. 
<laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> I'm looking way Hold too my much pocket, into yeah. Do I learn how to tattoo and then get through by yeah, tattooing people in prison if I that, yeah, I've been watching the world's toughest prisons with my missus lately and it's it's interesting how some different prisons are so unique. It's not always what you think with like no. um, you know, like uh American prison where it's like, you know, all of this cultural issues and stuff like that. A lot of the other prisons, it's literally what you just said. Some people go in there with a skill. Like one dude was a massage therapist in Thailand. Yeah, and right. he, he survived by giving other inmates massages and he didn't get bashed. He didn't get hit. Yeah. He didn't get, it's like, he, don't bash the massage yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like, he was just, he was just giving those. dudes like professional massages and then that was his like way of like going through prison yeah. time. He had needs no issues, bro. Maybe like, if I could perfect a skill that yes. would be useful, I would definitely do prison. But. Teach people how to rap. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't mean to be controversial, but I don't know whether it would be, be beneficial to be a priest because you can, no one wants to hurt the religious guy. What if you're an atheist? Do they not in the worst prison I suppose is. they do actually. Maybe I've cho- chosen the wrong character. You're, you're, forgetting, <laughs> you're, <laughs> wrong character. you're forgetting who you're surrounded by. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, um, on that note, that concludes the that. first edition of Would You Rather. That's quite fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And you can, uh, as a listener, you can always chuck in some. Yeah, give us some our suggestions. Our socials. Yeah. Go ahead, we'll give guys. Them, that'll be fun. Um, I had another one, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it. So the next uh, thing. I thought it was. Well, ne- actually, next next podcast or whatever. Um, Bring it up. You can choose one. Who's up next? Who wants to do the questions next time for the next podcast? I'll do it for you two. Okay. All right, cool. Well, I talk too much, so it'd be nice to have you guys talk more. All right. Because well, I can't shut up. Okay, we'll shut up for the next bit then. Okay. Um, but- jokes. Actually, we need you for the next bit. Oh, fuck. We're talking about music in the news. Oh, dun, dun, fuck. Dun. Well, So we need to have... I should put in... No. <laughs> Are you all right? I don't know, man. Fucking brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love being able to fall back on that. Just like any time, like my missus, like, can you do the dishes? I'm like, I've got a brain tumor, babe. I can't. Like, and she'd just look at you and just be like, Are you seriously playing music. that card again, Cameron? The brain tumor card will be played until it's gone. <laughs> it's still there. So, <laughs> all right. Music in the news. Um, do you think we should have intros to all of these segments? So it's like music dun, in the dun, news. Dun, like, dun, 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 it sounds like a lot of extra work. It does. Maybe. We, yeah. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Music in the news. I'll do an intro every okay. time. <laughs> this is the music oh, in the mu- news. Mu- mu- music in the news. news, news. There you go. There you go. That's the intro. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. On that. today's <laughs> top stories. Dr. Dre is writing new music for the Grand Theft Auto game. Well, actually, that's not, the, that's not the headline. I'll read the headline. Okay. Here it is. Well, I've got it open. Dr. Dre, oh, it is pretty much exactly that. that. <laughs> Dr. Dre is writing music for next Grand Theft Auto game, comma, Snoop Dogg says. So we should listen to Snoop Dogg. What does Snoop Dogg say? <laughs> what does he say? That's what he said. It, oh. They've just, just, oh, 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 Snoop Dogg okay. said Dog that. Says gotcha. that. English. Um, well, it cool. will mark Dr. Dre's first new music since 2015's Compton. This is yeah. courtesy of DJ Mag. That is very exciting. Yeah. That's because cool. that gives me the vibe that they're going to stay with the, um, maybe the San Andreas vibes of well, Grand Theft Auto, which is what made that game Funny you so should say big. that because um, appearing in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, they had the 
popular Fuck With Dr. Dre and Deep Cover. Yeah. They also had Still Dre in the next episode in number five, which is cool. Yeah, they number five, I think the the radio station was the most in depth, like I it was cool. It. it was really it cool driving like real around. You, yeah, and like the way that they actually had voice actors come in and do the the talking in between songs. Actually, like, like yeah, it wasn't just like a playlist was awesome. of tracks. It was like they literally had like people Game pretending genius, to be. Man. There's a reason why it spanned like three consoles. Yeah. And it's um, but yeah, man, the music's cool. Like that's cool because um. Music can set such a good vibe for like what you're trying to get across in the game, like the way music is, the way it can affect your mood and stuff. That's why I like music in uh in like a boss battle for like an arcade game. It's always like it's all like chaotic and you know crazy synthesizers and keyboards yeah. going crazy like that because it's chaotic and the music inflicts that or makes that apparent. And it's cool how like sound can have that sort of effect on the person as well that's playing. Sure. So. Mm. It's awesome. It's pretty sick. I remember seeing something and it was um uh the PS2 had three GTAs on it. The GTA five had three consoles. Yeah, wow. That's crazy to think about, but it shows how like well that game performed. Very true. Um we uh, we might uh save a little bit of this chat for later on because we've got a little bit of a topic about game music and kind mm. of okay. writing with intent for things like gaming. But I want to stay in the news um, because currently there's a lot of, I don't know, debate, I guess, or outrage in the news about Travis Scott's latest concert, Astroworld. And I've got an article here from the beautiful ABC, Triple J Hack, um, here in Australia, if you're listening from around the world. It's just one of the radio stations and they've done... An article. This is the headline. You could just feel bones breaking. Survivors describe Travis Scott's Astroworld tragedy. When 23-year-old someone, I can't even pronounce the name, went to Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival with her sister, they didn't imagine they'd have to climb over injured and dead bodies to escape the festival with their lives. That sounds I've very heard, dramatic. I've oh heard God. two different things, right? So I've heard someone was poisoning people and then I've heard people were getting trammed in a mosh pit. What's the... Well... What happened? Because I haven't read it. So I don't want to speak out of turn when I haven't read the article. So who's got the knowledge on that? What actually happened? Well, um, this is what I'm reading. Um, basically, as well? this person's describing I haven't heard that... anyone saying they've been poisoned. Uh, well, maybe I'm hearing I've heard else. that people were being injected yeah. with something. With something oh and like people oh, were dying from that. it. Yeah. I don't know what they were... Like drugs or something. People yeah. were going around getting injected... Um, but basically, yeah, I think it's a, it's just crowd. Like there was just so, so many people with mosh pit, mosh pit, like someone s- fell over. Someone's probably gone to help pick them up. They've also fell over because the, the base is pumping and people yeah. to jump and then it's just, they've just been stood on and trampled on and no one's. Basically can't. it says here over 50,000 people were in attendance at the sold out event at Houston's NRG park on Friday night. Police and fire officials were called out to the festival responding to a mass casualty incident. Um, Live Nation agreed to cut his show short after multiple people collapsed at 9.30pm, but the set continued for another 37 minutes. He didn't really give a shit, obviously. Um, what, people collapsed? There was people just, like, being squashed and, like, collapsed and, like, being crushed 
and stuff. Like it's happened before at like sports games. Is that is that like because this. there's so many people that they can't breathe? Because this yeah. is gonna be a really it's, dumb question or yeah. dumb talking. Like because when we exhale, we exhale carbon dioxide, so there'd be less oxygen there within would the be air in, the in space. such a close. It would feel very claustrophobic. Yeah, like that, but it's more just literally people squashing you. Yeah. Literally. Hundreds of but, people being okay, pushed this is against gonna, you. This is going to sound fucked up, but this is just how I think. So apologies if I offend you. But if you, you, you as a human being, before you put yourself in any situation, should address the situation before you go in it. And if you were a skinnier, smaller person that's not necessarily as strong at pushing people off them, why would you go into a fucking mosh pit? Like when I go to heavy metal shows, I don't go in the mosh pit. You know why? Because I have a short tempo and if some cunt hits me, even if it's respectful yeah. and you know what you're getting into, if you go on a mosh pit in a heavy metal concert, you're going to get hit. Yeah. People do that swinging well, shit. From right? what, I, what I understand is that this is, where, this is where there's controversies because the event organizers knew or the police chief or something went up to the event guys beforehand and said, this is looking really bad. Like you've got so many people crammed into this space and they're all moshing. They're so squished. It says here... Um, when we first heard the first beat, everybody started jumping and that's when we knew it was a bad idea to be there because we started feeling suffocated. People were hitting us and we were cheek to cheek with people we didn't know. Like it was bad immediately. We were so squished together, it didn't matter if you wanted to scratch your face. You just couldn't do it. Everyone was just jumping up and down. So there's so there people was no like cap stuck. On, there and was just, no cap well, on, yeah, on, on people that could – no capacity on, on how many people they could have at this place. They just let – Thousands yeah. of thousands of thousands of people without 50, any like people, yeah. they couldn't be like yeah it only holds thirty thousand but we're gonna squish. Well, they said it was they filled it to capacity at fifty thousand. Yeah, in the article. <laughs> Fucking Jesus, it's pretty crazy. So, um, mm. I can see with the controversy, the con- whatever the word is, because you can see that it's very, um, you know. Part of me is like, why would you even put yourself in that situation? But if they're at capacity, it's not really their fault, is it? Because mm. there wouldn't have been like a wall for you to just sit back on and enjoy the no, show. It wasn't open, uh, uh, like it was an open roof show. So there was no like room that it was in. It was a big like field. So there wasn't. So they could have sat at the back. Yeah, and there were people at the back, but um, there were. I think it's I just also like have the- to think say about that is um, I'm sure a lot of people will. We're going to like their first show because Travis Scott isn't really like an aged cap, like yeah. musician. Like he has. Would have been like I'm sure small people. He's yeah. mainstream as fuck. So yeah, he I'm sure a lot, lot of, people. of people who mm. just went to their first show and that was their experience, which is tragic because yeah. not all live music is like that. But. Basically, he's being acu- he's being accused of like he's saying he's, they sold it out and then he reopened more tickets and sold more. So he's basically cramming the money. venue. He's the type of guy he says that to encourage people to rage and like come through and like get up, which like, you know, he is. He's a live performer. Um, I don't know. It, he's it's... being criticized for not like ca- canceling the show and like he can notice and people were trying to, you know, call out to him and all this kind of stuff. But There's, um, I don't know. I've been seeing things that the camera guys are more to blame for that because they yeah, were right. they were seeing they yeah. were filming these people getting crushed and, and no one ran on stage to everyone yeah. through their headphones they like could have just headsets. cut the sound they and could have done so many on. things to change like to fix it yeah i think so. it's more of a management issue than it is the artist because the artist's role when they're up there is to be a fucking animal like you're putting on a show you're letting loose your energies out there like they're 
uh, it should be the people who are getting paid to be security, getting paid to be with the headsets on and the soundy and everything. All the people that are there is a, they're not performing. They're getting paid an hourly rate to work for that concert. So if they see anything unsafe happening, they should have, they should have a, a kill switch 100%. and be like, fucking turn the music off, 100%. turn the lights off, put on like those big bright lights where you can see everybody and it's not in the yeah, dark anymore. Like turn the lasers off, all that shit. Like, and be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this isn't cool. Like, shit's b- bad shit's happening. Um, but they didn't. They just kept fucking, kept it going for... Yeah, which is which is pretty shocking. Um, mm. But I just thought we'd bring it up, talk about it, just sort of well, see what we news. thought because it's in the news and that's what if the that segment was, is. If, if that was me, though, I'd fucking... If I saw people getting trampled, I'd fucking stop. Well, this is it. Like, you know, I'd as like, a band, Yo, when you're on stage, it's your responsibility to be looking after the people that are coming to see your show, I believe, anyway, to a certain extent at yeah. festivals and things. But if it's your Astro World, like, get your team that knows how to look after a crowd. Yeah, yeah you got to have a good make team. Make sure around. everyone is knows what their job is and knows the risks yeah. that come with it because, like... One thing like this, and I that's read tragedy. Somewhere this morning, that um, I think Travis Scott and Drake are actually being sued. Wow! At the moment, I'm not too sure on the details on that, but I definitely read it this morning somewhere. That's incredible. All right, on to anything else that's not so depressing. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to attempt to talk about something smart that I don't quite understand, and that is NFTs in music. I can't comment on shit I have no knowledge on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm about to yeah. try and educate you thanks to the Dallas Observer. I know that it's it's a body of work of like artwork or something that can be digital. Digital digital ties. It's a digital token or thing. Yeah. That like the Mona Lisa one of is the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And it's like that, but instead of it being a physical object, it's like it's a digital one. Right, so that's all I know. In the music world, an NFT could be defined as a rare collectible that is stored on a digital ledger. Artists and musicians can create NFTs themselves to auction off various forms of digital media to their fans who pay using crypto like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and others. They, they can add multiple buyers to the NFT or make it so there is only one owner. The artist can then also receive royalties every time a buyer of that digital copy sells it to someone else, then puts a lot of power back in the hands this then puts a lot of power back in the hands of artists who now have another way to monetize their art in other forms of digital merchandise. Um, so I'll just break that down kind of a little bit. So in terms of like us, and I was talking to you, Cam, about it the other day a little bit. If we decided to release a song, for example, as an NFT, we could say, hey, our next song is going to be an NFT Um there might be three tiers. The first one is you get to own a portion of the song. You get to have a percentage and you can buy a certain percentage of it, like 2%. So if you invest in the song, that might be 100 Ethereum or whatever the hell that means. That would be a lot of money. Okay. Maybe 0.1 of Ethereum. Is that right? I don't know. Whatever. A small amount to invest and then that means you own a portion of it. So if the song does well, you in then turn do well off the song so you can sort of invest in music that you think is good 
So if we put out a song and you're like, these guys are killer, no one knows much about them, it's I'm like buying stocks. 20%. It's like stocks for music. That's yeah. right. It's, it's like it's a stock exactly market for a band that hasn't blow, blew up yet. Yeah, and you sort of then own that. And imagine if like, imagine if you'd seen Metallica when they were first playing at some pub and you're like drunk and like, I'm going to buy 10% of your band. My, my then, dad saw someone when he was in America when he was younger. It was either Aerosmith or... Um, who does Welcome to the Jungle? Is that Aerosmith? Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. He saw he was the Aerosmith of Guns and Roses, one of those two. Before they were like fucking big, Sick. and he was like, "Fuck, they were really fucking good." And then like a year later, boom, there they were you go. Huge. See, if he'd purchased their NFT, <laughs> he'd, he'll be kicking himself fuck, now. They still <laughs> on, like, Windows nine. No, did Windows ninety eight wasn't even a computer back they then. Didn't yeah. have computers back. See, then. I'm trying. I'm Bill talking. Was even a person. I'm talking above my pay grade here. This is why I'm I'm referencing the Dallas Observer. Um, the Dallas Observer. Yeah, I know. What a platform. Um, so basically then, also, some that person who owns then portion of your track can decide to resell that portion of the track to someone else. So if we a, become... A buy and seller's cut or whatever. Yeah, you take yeah. a cut, a commission, a selling on commission. So we might gain in popularity. Their piece of the song is worth more. So then they sell it on and they get more out of it, um, which I think is very interesting because... I'm always down for more ways for artists to to make money, especially independently, because yeah. I don't think labels are as big of a thing anymore. If you're if you're if if you don't, I think like you know, if you don't know what you're doing, sure, because you need them to mm. baby you through the whole process, but then they're going to take a huge cut out of your profits. Yeah, you know. Well, true, but then for example, you can add. So you you don't. You could just add the first tier. Might not be owning the song. It might just be access to the song. It might be yeah. you just have only playable access to that. No one else has it. I want to do. If I was to do an NFT, I think it's really cool to do. Like, I'd want to do like a one-off song. It's just if we're already popular, like make a one-off song and make literally one copy of it. And, and then, then one person it. has it. Only one person in the entire world. So only one person has it. Though. Um, yeah, I again, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's something to do with the crypto. Code. One yeah. thing I crypto don't, and it's code really because there's only one. So in the digital world, you can code there's it. There's only right? you. You do something, and it means you mint it or something, which means it, it becomes like a one of one. Like they could but probably. All I'm saying is, so you've got it on your computer. You've someone got your might rip it. On, you've got your. Phone someone could rip recording. it, but it would be like you can copy and paste the Mona Lisa, and it would still not be the Mona Lisa. But yeah, you've got this way physical yeah like there's no real but this is the thing yeah. it's like this is people at the moment don't have a way of showing off their clout say look what i've got it's not like you can't you, you come in rolling wearing a jacket it's like fucking look at my new jacket yeah. but with an nft if you buy an nft jacket people like can't see it it's not tangible and if yeah. we if we only sold one and then only that one guy had it and we didn't upload it anywhere else he would be the only one who had that copy so the only one that would ever be able to spread that audio would be him so unless he chose, yeah. to, he or she chose yeah, to upload that, that somewhere. If they've got like a, le if it's got a, le a legal document attached to it, when and the content it, stuff would pull it down it everywhere, and you'd have it, and you'd have a, yeah. a certified copy. This is well, he would original. be the only one that would be able to well, yeah. get it ripped because if he's the only one who's got it on his computer or on his phone, but after how a else certain is amount of times it? of it being bought and sold, then no, I'm talking about a one-off. 
Yeah, I know, but you can buy and you could sell off NFTs. Yeah, but you might oh, not right. be able to. Ri- there might be a way in this new technology of not being able to rip it. I don't know. Yeah, but, or just only. They but own how sick would copy. that be though? Like yeah. you're driving a it car. Would be awesome. Let's say it's Lincoln Park, right? And you're driving. You're like, oh, do you like Lincoln Park? Oh, I fucking love them, bro. Grew up listening to them. Sweet. Oh, I've yeah. got this NFT song of theirs. It's got you know Chester's vocals before he passed away. Like maybe he had one studio exactly. session. Incredible. And like it's like a song that's a special, never been yeah, released, never song. been heard. No one's ever heard it. And like that would sell for like million dollars like oh easily someone would be like you know fucking, it would, wouldn't it? and you would be the only person in the entire world that could play that song and hear that voice and no one else in the world has it that would be that's the, like an nft that i think would be cool that's like exciting a, like yeah. an auction like and an so, auction and i think you know cool, in the news in other news lately facebook changed to meta meaning metaverse meaning virtual reality simulation in corp- in with our current world if you haven't seen it go and look it up he does this thing where it's basically like ready player one mixed with a wii game mixed with virtual reality it's just like we're having a virtual reality world that's a metaverse and you come in and you have things and you have possessions and you do things it's like the sims but basically it's it's our worst nightmare anyway it's dystopian it's dystopian as fuck but I don't, I don't know. if you look at that and the way that this NFT thing comes in, like there's a whole lot of pieces oh to God, this dystopian yeah, okay. puzzle that we're thinking about going, oh my God. And then, then they're all starting the to surface now, at the same time yeah. going. So basically what I'm saying is that like people will soon have an outlet to be able to showcase and show off these things. And people, celebrities are already talking about them, which gives it clout anyway. Yeah. So just talking about having it the is... world's going fucking crypto by the fucking looks of it anyway because oh, 100% so i'm just trying to keep i'm keeping my ear to the ground in terms of how we can make this something and if there's anybody that listens to this that knows more than us please for god's sake yeah <laughs> reach out and help help the poor unintelligent people um right so after god knows how long we're about to get on to our topic of the day Oh, my God. <laughs> Segment City over here. Uh, topic of the day, 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 and QB box. You're do another beatbox? Uh. <laughs> 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 Hit the all wrong th- button. Sorry, th- wrong sample. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm thinking about is going for a skate. That's all I'm fucking... That's okay. all where my mind is. All right, right we're going to go for a skate at some stage. We need to finish this podcast and wrap it up soon. Uh, let's go. What's the topic? You're supposed to say I, I, Captain. That's the theme of today. I, I, Morgan. Get it? Captain Morgan. Oh Captain Morgan. Very, okay. Yeah. Funny. Topic of the day. Uh, we'll get on to the gaming one in a second, but what makes the perfect riff? Ooh. Okay. How wow. does one craft one sculptured oh, piece of anything goodness? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no. Get Sorry. it written by Cameron Darcy. <laughs> that's how you I, do it. I like, yeah, so obviously the very first thing you need to consider is the intent of... Look at his little ears prick up. He loves this question. He's like, this is my my domain. I write the perfect riff every day, boys. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the intent of what you want the audience to feel during that time of the song. So it's a very subjective question because... You know, could you could have a non-distorted guitar playing clean, and it could be beautiful chord progressions with, you know, hammer-ons and a lot of dynamics with the picking style and the syncopation of everything. And then you could be like, "That's like 
a riff in a in a way. And then True. there's also chuggy stuff that like makes you just grit your fucking face and like want to headbang and you can't control it. And then you're like that could be a perfect riff. So okay, can I yeah. rephrase the question then? Because I I what makes a thought good about riff? this. Well, not necessarily makes a good riff. What makes a riff, a riff stand out? Stand out to you? Yeah. So my would be that it's it needs to be the perfect blend of two ends of the spectrum. It needs to be repetitive, so it gets stuck in your head, but then it needs to be dynamic. So catchy, catchy, repetitiveness, not boring. but not boring. Where it's the same thing. So you want it to repeat the same notes in a rhythmic way that it gets stuck in your head, and then your ears. The eardrums start moving to the rhythm like they this. They get pattern recognition. Yeah, and then they, they vibe to it. And But then to keep it interesting and to keep almost – you want to almost slightly throw them off like a twist in a storyline when you're watching two characters talk to each other, then you know one ends up doing something. You're like, oh, I didn't see that character doing that. It's like that with music. You want little intricate changes within the riff, like whether it be some – you may play in the same notes, but one might be palm muted, then one might be open – then one might be dead noted, and then one might be a harmonic. And yep. they're all the exact same string going, bah, but it depends on my hands on it. I'm palm muting, I'm opening it, I'm resting my finger on the fretboard instead of letting go, and then it, it creates a harmonic. And it's like all the same note, but it's different ways of playing different it. Different textures and different flavors. Layering, yeah, it's like layering. It's like, yeah, you make a fucking burger, you're going to put different flavors upon it, and then when you eat it all together, it's like one thing. So like a riff is like... Yes, Mr. Analogy, that's yeah, great. you have different, <laughs> different, yeah, so you're doing the, yeah, so it's all the one rhythm and everything, but then, yeah, then I'll throw in like a dissonant chord, throws you off, but it's in the same, still in the same key, like those, if you got the scale of what notes you're playing those two notes are still next to each other naturally. So you're not out of tune or nothing. But being that they're a semitone apart, it just goes, and it it throws a little bit off. Yeah. And then you're like, ooh, and then it it sounds really cool, especially when you use it the correct way. Stands out. So yeah, I would think, yeah, definitely like combining the two ends of the spectrum to create a dynamic yet repetitive sequence of sounds. Love it. There you go. That was a great answer. <laughs> no, really that was answer. very good. Yeah. That's that's right. That is the perfect riff. What do you think, Morgan? And How and the hell am I supposed to <laughs> well, I'm gonna say I'm no, I'm gonna put in bass riff. I'm gonna insert the Ooh. word bass before riff. Oh, what makes a bass riff stand out to you and why? Technique. Technique. Technique cool. makes a so good you bass different riff. techniques. Yeah. Slap bass is probably my favorite technique out of all the techniques. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so a very, I don't know, funky just, it where it doesn't have to be something which is prominent that stands out and is us like singled out in the, the mix. Uh, but if it gets you like moving and you can really feel it and drive, like ride with it. You're, I think you're, you're more into the swing. Yeah. You're not the feel of not it and on stuff. The, the groove. You like yeah. the a little bit earlier, a little bit later. The the swing of the sound yeah. makes it bouncy and it makes it like very especially with slap bass. Yeah. It's very and just yeah. 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 Sick. And like meshes well with the, the rest of the instruments that are surrounding yeah. it. And it's like I don't know, really completing the sound. That's why I, I really I would consider a Sick. The perfect bass riff. That's cool. I don't think drums have a riff, but they have a fill. Well, a fill, perfect fill, perfect groove. Um, I think maybe if I was to talk about groove or like a beat, um, makes a good beat that stands out is that I think it's 
personally. I think it's if it was on its own, drums are a different instrument. But if they're with a band or music, it's got to complement the main melody or the main yeah, like the main lining instrument. Up, lining up the kick drum with with yeah, lining with up the, accents um, or or accent setting notes. like little setups to sort of help things stand out or little transitions that just help things along or with energy or stuff like that. I think that's what stands out to me. Not yeah. necessarily nice like textures in terms dr- of using different drums and things, but the drums can be used very uniquely to enlighten a riff that already has yeah. its part standing out, but the drums can be used as a way to even enhance further it. enhance what that riff is already doing. Like let's say if it's the power chords are going bounce. Yeah. Like the drums could go with a big crash cymbal. Yeah, and then the drums like, are there to keep it, time and yeah, to emphasize. I, th- I don't think they're there for anything else. Yeah. If you, you know, if if you're playing too much, everyone's going to turn around and go, "What the hell are you doing?" Have like, you seen that video of the the guy at like a little kids concert and he's doing like blast beats. <laughs> he's wearing this big pink like bunny outfit thing, and it's like it's like do do de do 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 de. And he's like singing to like little two three year old kids, and he just goes and starts playing like a blast beat. It's so funny, man. And then he goes back to the do, yeah. Do, that's exactly do, right. Do, do. It's like you'll get fired in a session gig real quick for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think something like that um, would be my answer. Bang, but bang. but what going off what you were saying before, writing with intent. Um, yeah. Uh, we can talk briefly about this. I think we might go into this in a bit deeper in another episode when we've got scientific evidence in front of us. Yeah. And, and things. But writing with intent in relation to the emotional responses and tapping into frequencies and things that evoke certain mm. responses, emotions within us yeah. resonating in certain ways. The reason we have that word resonate and sound waves and all of this deep stuff that I would have an absolute ball going into. But uh, what's your take on writing with intent on a sort of surface level with emotional responses and yeah, and then maybe we can slowly tie that into gaming. Yeah, well, it's like what I said before. You have the, you know, the way that music can influence how you feel just by either the way it's played, the note choice, the you know dynamics within whether how if you're pressing a piano key, if you just very lightly press it down, the note sounds different. If I also just put press it down hard, it's like dong, yeah. like, like, yeah, like yeah. really. If you put your foot on the release pedal and everything like that, like, um, pretty much, yeah. It's like, and when it regards in the gaming, it's like how you can have, like what I said in a boss battle, like it's all chaotic and stuff, and you're whoa, and it, it enhances how you feel. So when it comes to writing stuff and with the intent, you just have to, uh, pretty much write it with the intent of how you yeah. want people to feel. It, it takes the context as well. So, mm. like for example, with the games or with writing for a certain to evoke a certain response or emotion, you're, you have to put yourself into that kind of feeling or mm. something. Because if you're going, say, for example, if I was drumming and they said play like, you know, a basic rock groove but play it for a rock band, I'm laying into the backbeat and stuff like this. But if they're like, okay, you're playing it in, you know, an old people's home for a little dinner music but you've got to keep that steady beat then I'm playing it way different. So yeah. you've got to put yourself in the in the in the mindset of where you're playing and adapt to it. So context of where you're writing or what you're writing for is is helpful. Even when you play the same riff uh when you're playing let's say the same bass line 
when when it's like when you switch your distorted pedal on and off, like yeah. and you're playing the same thing. Like you want the bass in an intro with clean guitar to be just like smooth. We're not doing anything crazy with the bass. Like the bass is just holding down those sub frequencies while the guitar's doing all the pretty shit. But then when it comes down to the distortion, then you put your foot on the pedal. And now the bass has got some grit to it. And some it's like the music gets like more full on and more angry. Yeah, and it, it reemphasizes that of what you're trying to do in the song. And then the song's this, this up and down roller coaster of like you know quiet and building up. Like it's like when we do build ups and bridges to songs, and we're like. Perfect example for EKO, like when I'm saying, my nut, I said, fuck it, yeah. I'm so done, I need something, and I'm like building it up. It literally feels like we're low to the ground and we're yeah. slowly standing up and we're getting higher and higher and higher up to that peak and then, bro, let's go. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so creating all of those peaks and valleys as well is, is really cool. I like that. So in terms of, yeah, writing for games, let's sort of move it there. When you have... I know you mentioned something like a boss level before. You want something like more energetic. Yeah, music well, with the Doctor like Dre that, stuff, like, man, it's like it's it's sick because you picture they they're literally capturing a culture. Yeah, they're capturing a culture, a real life way of life of how people live and 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 uh, speak to one another and the the, the uh, pronunciation of of words and little thing accents of like different parts of the country and stuff. So when you have like you drive it around in this car in a video game and then Dr. Dre and stuff comes on, like you're instantly setting the scene yeah. for a type of culture that your character is in True. and a type of way of living and a type of, you know, you've, you've got the whole scenario and scene set in there and it just the music will really emphasize that. Like if he turned on fucking Barbie Girl, yeah, you'd like, be like, it, wouldn't ma- it wouldn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. You drive around this like gangster hood and then it's just like, I'm a Barbie Girl. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Yeah, very music's true, very important to synchronizing and almost gluing the reality to the scene and like making it a realistic sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Love it. So to recap, writing with intent in all sorts of purposes, but for gaming and well, I guess anything really. Yeah, with put the yourself whole boss in that battle thing. Oh just yeah, to tie it back to that because you keep asking that. I like you could build intensity with yes. uh, music in video games, like even in retro old school games. Yeah. Like if you look at Mario, for say, the first levels are very, um, I don't know, jolly. You can yeah. feel the happiness of the levels. Nothing's too intense. Like the little enemies. The like bells that comes up. Yeah. And then you get the mash. Yeah, and then it's like heavier, just like bigger right. noises. And it, it creates that like feeling on a 2D screen. Which yeah, is, I, th- I love music's that. Music's very what important. What if Bowser's like games. that chick's side guy? Been. And Mario is like her husband, and he just keeps trying to like chase her, and she keeps running off with this like. You've you've been thinking turtle. too much about this, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about Mario. Oh, he snatched me. I Mario swear. reality. It's like, bitch, TV. you keep ending up here. What the fuck <laughs> is this? Spells a bitch. I think horror games in particular. I are, love writing. Ooh, I, and I, horror I, movies. Like you cannot watch a horror film if it without, doesn't have without good, good sound. Yeah. If, if the soundscape is wrong, it changes the I, whole feeling. Exactly. I've been trying to make a video game for like two years mm-hmm. and it's really hard. But one of the funnest things for the video game that I did is I made this piano with a uh, violin, cello and like these creep double bass and like all of these weird sounds and the, the violin would just go... 
like that, like at like <laughs> random times with like so very yeah show uh, slow tail reverb on it. Yeah. And then when I was putting it, implementing it in the game, I had I put the sounds and when you're walking down this hallway, and when the violin goes <laughs> ching like that, the I had the light flicker, and I was yeah. like, holy crap! Like I was like that's starting cool. to really set the scene. So. That's perfect. But that's exactly yeah. it. And then someone who's creating sounds for games or movies has. To I want to actually vision. get into that is creating sounds. Sounds for game. Actually, so we, we, did we can that do that day. with our music anyway, and create visuals that represent I, and stuff. I, um, and we're trying to do that. I, I emailed the session skateboarding game the other day and said, "Yo, like did we you? would love, yeah." And I oh, said, "I would awesome. love our music to be in your because it's a it's pre-alpha or whatever the hell. Like it's not hasn't been released properly yet. Yeah, it's like beta. still yeah, still doing all that. So I was like, you know, game's not released yet. So I was like, hey man, we skate to our music." You should too. <laughs> yeah. I should have said that. I said we were like actual skaters and actual players of the game. Yeah. Well, I play it anyway. But that's cool. fun. We yeah. should play it. Well, speaking of skate, we should wrap up and we can go for a skate. 100%. So thanks. We've already um, done all our housekeeping and all that. So We have. But to recap, five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five star that's review. all going to come with whether we provide them with good enough content, we'll let them decide. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, EKO is coming out soon. Um, it's sure a cool, is. fun song. It's not so politically, you know, Driven. charged. Yeah. It's very like, um, you know, it's literally about knocking off early off work and getting some beers and hanging out and having a good vibe and some sick, chunky riffs in it, cool breakdowns and That's dope right. screams. I love the song. Yeah, so please, if you see the pre-save link, go and click it. It helps us out a shit ton. Danke schön. Sure does. So thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you again real soon. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Later. Got it. Bye. I got in there. <laughs>